happy to be at First Church. We're so glad you're here. Simon, good to have you today. Any other guests, we're delighted to have you. Zoe's parents are here. Zoe, I'm so glad they're here today. That's awesome. We're, so, we're always happy to have Zoe's parents here. It's just a delight to be at First Church, and we're, we're glad that you're here. If you have your Bible, I'm going to look to a couple of scriptures and try to preach a little bit today. I feel like I have about five times already, but I'm going to preach another one and see. See what, look what the Lord, look what the Lord will do. God will do for you what you need Him to. That's a word right there. Somebody needs to hear that. God will do for you what you need Him to. I'm going to say that again so somebody will hear it because you're trying to think about, well, where is He going to preach from? What's He going to preach? I'm going to tell you, God will do for you what you need Him to. You just need to believe it. Somebody needs to receive that word right now. Let's not go another step further until somebody gets what I'm telling you right now. God will do for you what you need Him to. So whatever you came with, whatever baggage that you brought, just bring it to Him. Cast all your cares upon Him, for He careth for you. God will do for you what you need Him to. If you have your Bible, and uh, many of you do, and if you don't, I feel like Brother Johnson will put this on the screen for you to read. Let's look to 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17. I'll also read from 1 Chronicles 28 and 20. I'll read from a different translation, the Good News translation. It's all good news. The book is filled with, the Bible is filled with good news. How many of you know that the Word of God, whether it's in digital format or if you've got the good old hardback cover or the softback or eel skin or whatever you got. I got a Bible that's falling apart and if yours isn't, your life probably is. You got to be in the book. This book right here, mm, this book right here, it'll change your life. Anybody ever had something that'll change your life? I remember, I'm so glad to see the dollars here. I haven't seen them since last year. I told, here, you know what somebody told me, Brother Dollar? They told me one time, kids will change your life. I said, oh, before I had them, I said, no, nah, I'll, I'll, I'll just keep going. They were right. I was wrong. Or maybe I was less right. But they'll change your life. Kids will change your life. But not in a bad way, in a good way. But they will change your life. You won't do things like you've always done. How many of you last night, like me, you were falling asleep before midnight ever got here? I was like, come on, midnight. And then when I got here, I'm like, Good night. Here's what I want you to know. This word, this word works. Tell your neighbor the word works. You got to get in this book. You got to fall in love with this book. You got to know that this word works and you have to have it. So let's look to the scripture is Corinthians. It's 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. It says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things. Somebody say old things. Old things are passed away, and behold, all things. Somebody say all things. All things are become new. All things are become new. Now, Second Chronicles, excuse me, First Chronicles 28 and 20. First Chronicles 28 and 20. I'm going to read the Good News Translation. I don't know what you'll have up there, but, but it'll, it'll be saying the same thing. It says this, King David said to his son Solomon, Be confident and determined. Start the work and don't let anything stop you. 
The Lord God whom I serve will be with you. He will not abandon you, but He will stay with you until you finish the work to be done on His temple. NIV, David also said to his son, Be strong. Somebody say, Be strong. Be strong strong and courageous and do the work. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord my God is with you. He will not fail you or forsake you. He will not fail you or forsake you. So here's what I want to preach on January 1. First day of 2023. Wouldn't it be cool back in the day? You remember when I came here 20 years ago when it's like, if it is to be, it's up to me in 2003. And then for several years, I would have those cute little Dr. Seuss sayings. Well, I thank God for all of that, but I want to tell you today, start over. Start over and start strong. Now there ain't nothing catchy about the title, but if you'll do what I'm preaching to you, God will do for you what you need Him to. Somebody needs to hear what pastor's telling you right now. It's time to start over and it's time to start strong. It's time to give it your best like you've never done. I want you to understand that you get a fresh start. We just hit the restart button. It's time for us to understand that if we will do what we're supposed to do, God's going to show up and show out. And if you will be strong and start strong, you're going to win in the end. Somebody that wants that to happen, go ahead and clap your hands and give God praise right now. I'm going to start over and I'm going to start strong. Somebody go ahead and speak a word of faith. Say, this is going to be my best year yet. Somebody declare with faith, this is going to be my best year yet. The devil's saying, you got it so bad. God is good. He's better than it is bad. You can be seated. I'm going to keep preaching. Start over. Somebody say start over. It's time for a fresh start. It's time for a fresh start. It's time for you to make up your mind, I am going to start over. We've had some troubles, we've had some trials, we've been dealing with difficulty, their circumstance, their situation, that's life. Somebody say that's life. Did you know that it rains upon the just and the unjust? Did you know that bad things happen to good people and good things happen to bad people? Now that's, nobody really likes that. I got a that's right from Brother Clyde. Thank you, Elder, I appreciate that. Nobody likes to hear that, but that's just life. Good things happen to bad people, and bad things happen to good people. Sometimes life stinks. What do you think it smelled like in the ark with all those animals? Think about it now. We could talk about all day how difficult, how, how circumstance, how situation. I say that there's not a better day than the first day of 23 for me to make up my mind. I'm going to get a fresh start and I'm going to have faith and I'm going to speak faith and I'm going to believe that God is going to do for me what only He can do for me and He's going to see me through. He's going to bring me out. He brought me out of the deep miry clay. He set my feet on a solid rock to say he'll put a song in your happy soul today somebody say start over if any man be in Christ that's the key you got to be in Christ you put your trust and confidence in this world 
Gas prices can't figure out what they're going to do. One day I get it, it goes up. Next day I get it, it goes down. I think, wow, I should have got this yesterday because this gas was cheaper. Gas can't make up its mind, and that's not the only thing. I want you to know, if you think there's hope in a politician, my friend, you are sadly mistaken. There is no hope. You say, I got my candidate, and he's going to change. The only one that's going to change anything is the one that can change everything, and that's Jesus Christ. And you better say, on Christ the solid rock I stand. All other ground, all other ground is sinking sand. You better start over and see who it is that is your Savior. Because if you're looking for help and hope anywhere else, friend, you are going to be sadly disappointed. There is no hope outside of Him. Somebody say start over. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Old things are passed away. Old things are passed away. It's time for you to let go of some of the old things. It's time for you to let go of some of the old things. Some of the things that attach themselves to you and weight you down and pull you down. You don't even know it or you don't even see it, but there's some things that are attaching themselves to some of us that are slowing us down and what the Savior wants is for us to let go of some old things, to release some of our old habits, to let go of some of those things that weighed us down. I want to caution, I want to caution people today as pastor preaches on this first Sunday. I want to tell you, you have to be careful who you're closely associated with. Because voices of negativity will weight you down. There is not much worse than to get connected with somebody that is so stinking negative that they have nothing good to ever say and the only thing that ever comes out of their mouth is venom and disgust and depression and all of the negative that they can spew. I say it's time for you to make up your mind. I'm going to think on good. Whatsoever things are pure. Whatsoever things are honest. Whatsoever things are of a good report. I'm going to think on these things. I'm going to make up my mind that I'm starting over. I'm not going to stay negative. I'm going to be positive. Somebody needs to make up your mind. You're not going to stay negative. You're going to be positive. Now, if you're waiting for me to preach good, it's time to get on board. I'm preaching good right now. Look at your neighbor and say, be positive. Be positive. Start over. How many of you know somebody that's negative? Anybody know somebody that's negative? I mean, how refreshing would it be to walk in? You know the people. They're always negative, negative, negative. How wonderful would it be for somebody that was negative to become positive? It can happen. You get a fresh start today. If you, now, I'm, I'm not wanting to beat anybody up, but there's, there's a possibility with a group this size. What a great group that gathered on this Sunday morning. That The fact that you got out on Sunday morning when you stayed up until from last year to this year. I, I, I commend you for being here. Thank you for being here. But you, you can wake up today and say, I may have had, is there anybody honest enough? I don't want you to run the aisles or anything, but is there anybody honest enough to say, sometimes you get negative. Sometimes life just weights you down. You feel depressed. There are people that I don't even have to ask them how they're doing. I can tell by looking. I can see the expression on their face. I can see their body language. Body language screams at us sometimes. Is there anybody picking up the vibe that pastors pumped up? Has anybody picked that up? 
I mean, now, I'm not going to say every Sunday it's not. I, I try my best to stay positive. But I am excited today because today is the first day of the new year. And so I got faith. I, my faith is high. I'm like, this is going to happen. I believe God's going to do it. I believe God's going to give us revival. I believe for new souls to come back. I believe for backsliders to come back. I got faith to believe that a lot of good things are going to happen. So if you don't believe that, don't look at me like that. Don't say those things to me. If you don't have something, my mom always used to say, if you don't have something good to say, don't say anything at all. Now that's a wonderful word right there from a wise woman. If you don't have anything good to say, don't say anything at all. You know what I say? Let's start over and let's all say stuff that's good. Let's all say stuff that's positive. Let's all be an encourager. Why don't you try something new? Why don't you become an encourager? Why don't you become somebody when they're used to coming to you and singing the blues and you just start mm, singing right with them? Why don't you make up your mind? I got a word for you. Everything's going to be all right. Why don't you just, why don't you just pull a brother Casey and just kind of dance in their face and say, I got a feeling everything's going to be all right. I say today it's time to start over. Look at your neighbor and say, start over. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things. Somebody say, all things. Don't hold, don't hold on to that one thing. Well, I can preach with you, pastor, but if you want to start talking about this, I can't, I can't go there. I'm just, I'm just, I don't have the faith to believe. Just let all things become new. You make all things new, yeah. You make all things new, and I will follow you. I got a feeling I'm going to get to sing in the choir this year. I got a feeling. I'm feeling good. I feel like that they may ask me. They may ask me. Who knows? Next candlelight service, I might be singing one of the specials. Don't look at me like that. Don't share that negative vibe with me. I got a feeling. You see what I'm saying? Some of you say, oh, you can't sing like... Sister Julia, you can't sing like Sister Shea. You can't sing like, hey, I don't have to sing like them for him to enjoy my singing. If I'm singing, you make all things new. Yeah, you make all. He is, in, he, he is intrigued. He is entertained by my worship because he loves for somebody to be a worshiper. And I want to tell you, it's hard to be negative when you're a worshiper. You ought to start your day with singing praise to the God. I don't care if you don't carry a tune in a bucket. Carry a tune that says, my Savior is a good God. My saint, he woke me up this morning, started me on my way, got me on my journey, keeps me day by day. Start over. Start over. Start over. Somebody say start over. Did any man be in Christ? He's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. All things become new. Anybody ever had a game that you played? That had a reset button. Anybody ever played like uh, Miss Pac-Man? Anybody ever played Miss Pac-Man? I got a little Miss Pac-Man game. I ain't played it in a while. It took Kiwan like about six years to figure out how to beat me on it. And he finally did. And then I'm going to tell you. I never, I ain't never told nobody my trick here. My little secret to getting a high score on Miss Pac-Man. But if I started... If I started, and before, when you get to like 10,000 points or 100,000 points, whatever the number is, I think it's 10,000 points, you get, you get a free man, Zach, you get a free man at 10,000 points. And if I ever start and I get killed before I got those three men stuck, stuck there, until I get that, if I ever start and don't get a free man before I die, I just start over. 
Because if I'm down to two already before I get the free man, I'm not going to get my high score. I'm not going to beat Kiwan. I'm not going to win. You know how I know that? Because I'm already down. I'm already down. I'm starting behind the eight ball, so to speak, for all you pool players. I don't know who you are, but maybe you are. I mean, behind the eight ball, that's the saying, you know. So, Kiwan, when I used to be playing, you know, and I used to have the high score, you know how I got that high score? Every time that I would die before I got the free man, I just start over. You know what's so cool on that? I don't have to put a quarter in there to start. I remember when I was a kid, I had to put a quarter in there to play Miss Pac-Man. I can play Miss Pac-Man all day long, and it don't cost me a thing except maybe a little electricity. So I just hit, start over. You know what I knew, Sister Michelle? I, I knew that if I didn't start strong, I wasn't going to win. Man, I'm preaching good. I'm preaching about Miss Pac-Man and the Holy Ghost is moving in the house. What do you think about that? See, all you negative people, you didn't think you could preach about Miss Pac-Man and the Holy Ghost move, but it is. Start strong. Somebody say start strong. So if I, if, I, if I made a mistake and I heard that horrible noise, you know, my little guy dying there, I'd be like, hit the reset button. You know, I could sit there and I could just keep hitting the button. And every time I hit the button, it'd give me a new life. Did you know that you came to the house of the Lord on the first Sunday of January 2023. It's time for you to hit the button. Some of you have been struggling. You got pinky chasing after you. You got whatever the rest of those little thing critters are. They're coming out. You got them coming after you. I, I get so mad because they like trap me. You know, I go here and one comes here and one comes here and one's coming here. They're coming at me every way and I'm just like, reset. Pinky ain't getting me today. You know why Pinky ain't getting me today? Because I got the power. I don't think you're hearing what I'm saying right now. I got the power to just start over. And when I start over, I'm not starting weak. I'm not going to run right into Pinky. I'm going to get up and say, I am going to get my free man. And then when I get my free man, I'm going after the record. And I'm going to break the record. And I'm going to have the high score. Somebody needs to make up your mind. You're not giving up on God today. Just hit reset and get after it. But get after it strong. Somebody say start strong. So, you know, as I, was, as I was preparing to preach this, I was thinking, you know, how could, I, how could I tell people the importance of starting strong? So I started, I started like uh, examining what happens to teams when they score first, when they start strong. So I started looking. And Brother Clyde, I started looking. I started looking at people that play hockey, okay? And we, uh, we have a sports team in St. Louis, St. Louis Blues. They won the Stanley Cup in 2019, and I hope they'll do it again. And this year, I don't have a lot of faith, but I'm not being negative, so I'm going to say. <coughs> so I looked into hockey, and Jerry, here's what I found out. The team that scores first in hockey wins 67% of the time. That's big. When you win two out of every three games when you score first, that's big. So that helped me to know starting strong is important when you are playing a game. And I said, you know what, I'm going 
I'm going to see what it is in baseball. I love baseball. I mean, I love baseball because my team has a chance. You know what I'm saying? I just, I don't know about people that like losers. I'm, I'm, I'm believing. I got the faith. I got a feeling. Whoo, brother Casey, everything's going to be all right. It'll be all right. So I, I was looking and what I found out is when you have a team that scores first in baseball, they win. Now hear this. In baseball, they win 70% of the time. Are you kidding me? Seven out of ten times they're going to win if they score first. Sounds like to me they need to start strong. And then I said, well, hockey, baseball, what about football? And I looked up football. And did you know that the teams that score first in football win 78% of the time. And let me just tell you something else. The teams that are at home, does anybody know you are at home today? You are at home today. If you're wondering whether you got the home field advantage, baby, you got the home field advantage. Because when you walked in there, you walked into a house filled with people that are cheering you on, saying, you're not going to lose. You're not going to give up on God. You're not going to fail. We are going to keep cheering you on. And we're going to believe that this is going to be your best year yet. Because you're going to give God your best. You're going to do everything you can to be a success. I want to tell you. That teams in football that are playing at home that score first, you're not going to believe this, 85% of the time teams that score first in football that are playing at home end up winning the game. I want to tell you, I'm looking at a whole lot of winners today. The devil wants us to believe that you can't and you won't. But I say today, you got a home field advantage. You walked into first church and first church is pulling for you. And we believe that you're going to win. It is so important for you to make up your mind. Right here, right now, I'm going to start strong. Somebody say start strong. So I'm going to start over. I'm going to start over. When I start over, I'm starting over with the mindset. I'm going to start strong. I'm not going to start over and just, yeah, well, maybe Pinky won't get me today. Now I'm going to start over, locked in, just like. It's your neighbor and say, I'm going to win. Three people did it. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm going to win. And I like it. There you go. I'm going to win. I want to win. People that start strong are people that win. Now, pastor, is it possible? To not start real strong and win. Yeah. It is. But man, it's a whole lot more work. Man, it's so much. Why not make it easy on yourself? Some of us make it so hard on ourselves and so hard on God with our negative can't, 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 won't, won't, won't. Get the mentality, I'm going to win and I'm going to get after it and I'm going to give God the best that I have. I'm going to start strong. Let your neighbor say, start strong. Well, how do I do that, Pastor? Well, you know, I mean, 
Here's where, if you, if you think I've been preaching good, you're getting ready to say, wow, when I get done with this. I want to tell you something. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you how to start strong. I'm going to tell you how to start strong. And I'm going to tell you, you need to pray more. Now, you might, look, you might look at me and say, you don't know how much I pray. You're right, but I know you need to pray more. Pray more. Somebody say, pray more. Pray more. Pray more. You know what a lot of our problems come from? You know why a lot of us are losing the battle? You know why a lot of us are dealing with the difficulty? You want to know why a lot of us are struggling? It's because we don't pray enough. Well, I pray 23 hours and 59 minutes a day. Go ahead and just make it 24 hours. Pray more. Say, this seems, this seems so simple. You see, we make things way too complicated. It's not complicated. We will win if we start over and stay strong. And we can start over and stay strong if we'll pray more. Pray without ceasing. Let me say that again. Pray without ceasing. Three powerful words. The only shorter word scripture in the Bible is Jesus wept. And I think that that happens when we don't pray without ceasing. I think he knows that we will win in the end if we will pray without ceasing. Pray more. See how quiet it gets? It's getting ready to get boring preaching. You're going, man, if he would just talk about Pac-Man and Miss Pinky, I could really get with it. But now he's talking about prayer and you know fasting's coming and then... Pray without ceasing. We had, I, I don't know who it was, but one of the, we had a great time at Back to Basics. Our youth are awesome. And I don't know who it was, but one of them said, can you talk to us about how to make fasting easier? <laughs> no. <laughs> there ain't nothing easy about fasting. How be it, this kind goeth not out. But by prayer and fasting. Fasting is when you put the flesh under subjection. And there ain't nothing, there ain't nothing easy about putting the flesh under subjection. But it works. You want to win? You want to start strong? You want to have victory? Put the flesh under subjection. The spirit is willing Oh, man, some of you are getting with me. There's some of you that are actually clapping when I'm preaching and people smiling. Brother, Brother Noah has told me about five times you're doing good, and I'm feeling like, yeah, that's good. If I ain't, it ain't because I ain't trying. I know that. The Spirit's willing. And, man, when we're in here on Sunday and pastor's preaching and we're clapping and Brother Casey's singing, I got a feeling everything's going to be all right. We're feeling good. But then when the flesh says, hey, you know what? I think I want to do this. And you say, can't do that. Can't go here, can't go there, can't do this, can't do that. I want to go to prayer and I want to pray more and I want to... Anybody know I'm still preaching good? I like that positive approach. Start over and start strong. And the way you start strong is you pray and you fast. You would think that was a given. It is. But we need to be reminded. We need to understand that we, in order to win have to start strong, and the way that we start strong is we pray and we fast. 
Anybody think there might be a little bit more to it? I mean, I think that there is. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about it now. How many of you remember when I started this, I talked about the significance of the Word of God? You need that roadmap. Thy Word is a lamp. How many of you know it's a dark world we're living in? If you don't, your head's under a rock and it's dark there too. Hear what I'm saying to you. We live in a dark world that's getting darker. And if you don't think you need a lamp and a light, you're sadly mistaken, friend. You have to have the Word of God. You need the Word of God. Not only does prayer work, but the Word works. And if you're not reading the Bible every day, you're probably dealing with difficulty every day. Can I get a witness? Now, this is just a little handy-dandy piece of paper that says, The Word of our God shall stand forever. And it's a systematic approach to you reading the Bible through. We're going to celebrate that at the end of this month. On the Sunday that concludes this month, we will celebrate or sometime thereabout, the fact that there are those of you that have successfully read the Bible through again or perhaps for the first time, and we will celebrate you. But I want to tell you, if you're not reading the Word of God every day, you need to be. I'm thankful that truth isn't based upon response. I'm going to tell you this. If you're not reading the Word of God every day, you need to be. Do I know how to preach good? I've been doing it for about 25, 30 years. I've been trying my best. And whenever I'm doing everything I can and you're saying I'm preaching good, if you're wondering whether I'm preaching good, I'm preaching really good right now. Now that's not, ain't nobody running the aisles, but if I was preaching just to have people run the aisles, I wouldn't be preaching about prayer and fasting and reading the Word. I'd say blab it and grab it. You know what I'm saying? Woo, people run the aisles. Yeah, I want some more. Give me some more. Yeah, give me some more. Preaching about prayer and fasting and Reading the word of God, that's really how you're going to win. Ain't nobody wins without hard work. Nobody just shows up and throws a 95 mile an hour curveball, fastball, and they can't swing and hit. No, they had a lot of things. How many of you know that no Olympian puts a goal around his neck because he didn't do anything? We all want to win the goal, but we don't want to go through the strenuous activity that it takes to be a winner. I want to be a winner. Is there anybody that wants to be a winner? How long have I been preaching? Maybe that's why you're getting quiet. Oh my, I'm over into the afternoon. I want somebody to hear what I'm telling you right now. If you're going to win, you have to start strong. If you're going to start strong, you have to. You have to pray fast and read the Word of God. Here's what we believe. We believe at First Church that if we can make a connection... And we'll continue that we'll have something to celebrate. We got connection cards that we have visitors fill out. We need people to help us connect with people. Did you know that people will not, I don't care how good the music is. It doesn't matter if pastor preaches his guts out every Sunday. Ain't nobody coming and staying at First Church unless you connect with them. Nobody comes to First Church that doesn't develop friendship. How many of you have people that are your friends here? Anybody got people that are your friends here? The reason people are here is because they have friends here. They have connections here. I love all of you, but I can't be your BFF. I need other people to be other people's BFFs. How many of you know pastor's still preaching good? Amen. I just want to make sure. Thank you. Appreciate that. just want to make sure because sometimes whenever the crowd is just a roar, I feel good. But then when it gets quiet, I start feeling a little nervous, you know. So I want to make sure that everybody understands what I'm saying. You cannot expect for First Church to be the church if you're not willing to make connections. Well, I want pastor to be everybody's best friend forever. I want pastor to have everybody over to his house and eat dinner every night. I want pastor to do this. I want pastor to do that. I can't do it all. I'm about to strip my voice out right now, preaching my guts out. Does anybody hear what I'm saying? 
I'm going to do my best to do what I can, but I need you to do what you can. We need you to help us make connections. And you don't make connections by saying, hey, God bless you. Great to see you. Glad you're here. You think they're going to come back because of that one handshake? I don't think so. They might try it one time, two times, or maybe three. But they ain't going to stay unless they make connections. That's why we have couples connect. How many of you are thankful for the shirts? They're awesome. We love the shirts. They're our friends. I don't know what he wanted with your number the other day, but he texted me. He's like, man, I need to have that guy that sits next to me's number. So I gave him your number. If, you're one, if you don't want me giving your number away, you better tell me because anybody that wants your number, I'm giving them your number. It don't look like he wanted it because he thought you were a potential haircut customer, if you know what I'm saying. I mean, this guy can be this guy's friend, and he's bald, and he's marvelous. So think about it. Say, make a connection. Make a connection. Be somebody's friend. Have somebody out to dinner. Do something. Connect with people. Families connect with families, and friends connect with friends. And then this church, I'm going to tell you something. I have a vision of this church growing numerically in such a way that it just seems like it happens overnight. Had somebody tell me, talking about a church somewhere in another city, they were saying, this church, it just seemed like this church grew overnight. You know why? Because there are people that make it a systematic approach to make connections with people. If we're going to have the kind of revival that First Church needs to have, we got to have the kind of revival where you start making friends with people in the church. I got three yeahs and a couple of head shakes. People are getting a little nervous now because, Pastor, you want to know why? I'm preaching like I need to be preaching right now for us to be the church that we need to be. Starting strong. Anybody know what this is? It's a tithing envelope. You know what tithe is? It's the first tenth of your increase. You know whose it is? It's not yours, it's his. Oh, man. Now, Pastor, are going to talk about money. You think it's quick. We're going to hear the mice crawling around in here. We're going to hear a pin drop because you start talking about money and people start getting nervous. You want to know why? Because flesh don't like you talking. Best way to consider whether you ought to be a tither is you need to pray about it. You need to fast about it. You need to read the word. You'll be a tither. You pray, fast, and read the word. You'll be a tither. You pray, fast, and read the word. You'll be a tither. Because it's in there. You know what I see when people start telling me. Now is it possible for bad things to happen to good people and good things to happen to bad people? You better believe it. But you mark it down. When you do what the word says, you'll get what it says. I'm preaching right now. When you do, I'm trying to help somebody. I'm trying to tell you how to start strong. Pastor, you don't understand. I'm struggling financially. The first question that I want to find out from people when they're struggling financially is are you faithful? I don't feel like an evangelist today after being here 20 years. Brother Casey, I I feel more like a pastor today. You know, when I first came, I preached those 20-minute sermons and people loved me. I want to tell you something. 20-minute evangelistic preaching, that's got its place. But there is also something to be said about a pastor that will tell you what the Word of God says so that you can make it to heaven. I don't want anybody to go to hell. I want everybody to go to heaven. And I'm telling you that you better start over and you better start strong. 
And you start strong by praying, fasting, reading the word of God, and being faithful in your finance. Not only in your finance, but in your time. Not only in your finance, but in your time. You need to give God. You need to give God that which is his. You need to start your day off with him. Everybody needs to start. Somebody say, I can't start my day without my cup of coffee. You better have Jesus before your cup of coffee. Tithe, offering. If you ain't never seen one of these, pick one of these up. It's got a place on there where you write your name, the date. You write, you mark tithe. You put general offering. There's Sunday school offering. We got pie offering. That's what you were supposed to give us today, and I forgot to say it. I had it written down. Partner in evangelism and education. KCA is doing great. We love KCA and everybody that's a part of that. Thank God. First Church is a great church. We got a lot of things going on. This is the way to make it bigger, better, stronger than what God wants it to be. And that's to start over, start strong. Pray fast, read the word, get faithful. Look at your neighbor and say, get faithful. Be faithful. So, Solomon, Solomon is being instructed by his father, David. And this is what David says, and I'm not going to preach much longer. This is what David says to his son, Solomon, to the next generation, the hope of seeing it continue. I want to know, I want to know, is there anybody that believes that this church isn't done in the next 25 years, that if God tarries, that this church will be a strong church the next 100 years? You know how it's going to happen? We keep doing what we're supposed to be doing so they know what to do for their kids and theirs. The way it works. He says to his son Solomon, be confident and determined. I want to preach to every one of you, not just to the younger generation, but to moms and dads, grandmas and grandpas. Be confident and be determined. Start over, start strong. The Lord God whom you serve will be with you. He will not abandon you, but he will stay with you until you finish the work to be done. He said to his son, be strong and courageous. Do I believe it takes courage to fight the fight that we are fighting in the world that we are in today? Certainly it takes courage. It says, do not be afraid. Anybody ever been afraid? Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Two of the greatest factors working against the church is that we have a church filled with people that fear and people that are discouraged. I'm going to tell you the reason why we're not having the revival at First Church that we need to be having is because we have so many people that deal with fear and anxiety and we deal with so many people that are discouraged and depressed. Now, this is where the rubber meets the road. This is where we got to just buckle down and make up our mind. We're going to start over and we're going to start strong. Because I feel that spirit bucking up against us because now he knows ain't no little cute sermon about Pac-Man. We're getting ready to hammer down what the word of God says. It's time for some of you to conquer fear and anxiety and it's time for some of you to, to conquer discouragement and depression. And the only way you do it is if you start over and you start strong. You make up your mind, I'm going to do what the Word of God tells me to do. He's not going to leave me. He's not going to forsake me. He's with me. He's for me. And He's going to help me. I want to tell you again what I started with. I told some of you that He will do what you need Him to. He's waiting on you to do what you need to do. So He can. Stand with me. I think I'll conclude with this. He will not abandon you, but he will stay with you until you finish. Hear what I'm saying. He will not abandon you, but he will stay with you until you finish.
It's time. It's time to start over and to start strong. How do I do that, Pastor? How do I score first? I want to score a goal. I want to score a run. I want to score a touchdown. I want to do what it takes. I want to be better than the NHL. I want to be better than the MLB. And I want to be better than the NFL. I remind you again, the NFL, 85% of the teams that score first at home win the game. Pretty remarkable. I want to tell you, I believe that the statistics of those of us that are here today that will be winners are even greater than that. If we'll do what the word tells us to do. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away, all things become new. Start over and then start strong. Be strong and do it. The Holy Ghost is wanting to help somebody right now. The Spirit of the Lord is speaking to some of you and telling you that you need to hear what the Spirit is saying. Some of you hear me in the Holy Ghost. Some of you that are dealing with fear, anxiety, discouragement, and depression. The Spirit would speak to you and say today, start over and start strong. Commit. Make a commitment. Make a New Year's resolution that I will pray. I will fast. I will Read the word. I will be faithful in finance and faithful in time. I will do what I need to do so that he will do what only he can do. And that is allow me to win in the end. Heads bowed, eyes closed. Someone here today that has heard needs to respond. We cannot be hearers only, but we must be doers also. And the way that we win is we do what the word tells us to With heads bowed and eyes closed, is there someone that would lift your hand and say, Pastor, I want to start over and start strong? Is there anybody here today that would lift your hand and say, Pastor, I want to start over and I want to start strong? I want to encourage everybody that lifted your hand. Don't even think about it. Step out right now. Step to the front of this building and make that commitment to the Savior. You made it to Pastor. Now make it to Him. He's the one that if you'll do what you do, He'll come through for you and do what you need Him to. It's time to say, I'm going to start over and I'm going to start strong. I'm going to start over and I'm going to start strong. I want to see. I want to see what the Savior has for me. Somebody hear what the Spirit's saying and He bids you come. Come and find that he has that which you need. Start over and start strong.